Hello and welcome to another episode of Old Faces. I'm your host, Mr. Mocha, and today my brother Dimitri VC co-hosting. Um, he's a, he's a man doing a lot of stuff, uh, lifestyle and splash mocha. So uh, welcome, Dimitri. What's going on? Man, living a great day in Southern Florida right now. <laughs> it is hot as fuck out here. Yo, I mean, I hope it's not, I hope it's warm up there with you at where you at, but man. It's, it's very, very hot right now. No, I don't like the hot. Uh, it's it's nice here. It's only about it's only about 69, 70 degrees at the moment. I'm happy with that. Bro, the beaches are filled right now. But nah, man, it's about time we know Top Love. You know, we're being crazy busy with, you know, lifestyle, content, splash mocha, you know, personal life from parenting to, you know, husband and wife thing. And we never really just had the time to just sit back and chop it up. No, keep up with everybody on the up and up. So here's my question for you. Yeah. There's a, we, we've had a conversation, you know, about the difference between content creators, people in the lifestyle and lifestyle content creators. The one thing I noticed about you is that you seem to separate yourself from people who are strictly creators and you seem to, to, gravitate toward real lifestylers and real lifestylers who create content. Is that intentional or is it just, you know? It's intentional. And uh, it's great great you say that because um, in my beginning of creating content, I've been running across, and this is not to really shit on anyone, so I won't mention names. That would tell me uh, we're gonna. This is a hot wife and bull dynamic. And when you get in the mix of everything, they have a fucking clue about being a hot wife or even cuckolding. So I'm 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 end up having this conflict, and I don't want to say argument, but I say debate. Like no, no, it don't. It doesn't go that way. And now we arguing on camera. So you know. There's no chemistry. Or even if you're going to create content and you're going to do a dynamic, educate yourself on that dynamic before you put yourself in that position. Because you have real people with real lives that live their life on the daily. And they treat it like a gospel. So, excuse me. You don't want to shit on something that some people live and respect on the daily. At least have some kind of education behind it. And I was finding myself meeting people that have no idea about it. They just want to, to pull trickery on the camera. But if I live that life, I experience that life, I want to be 100% authentic with the whole content. I yeah. don't want to give fake information. There are definitely a lot of... The best thing about the craft. There are definitely a lot of... Um people who reach out to me who claim that they're in a hot wife dynamic or they're, you know, they're in a cuckold relationship and they do content. And like you said, they're really not, not only are they not, they have no idea what it means and they're just doing it for the camera. Okay. You know, one of, I mean, we, we had an experience with a couple who, you know, told us, Oh no, this is what we do. We're in the lifestyle. Um, we've been the lifestyle for years, you know, this is our dynamic. And then we wound up, 
you know, hanging out with them and start, you know, we were getting ready to make content with them. And then we realized, okay, no, you really have no idea what this is because to me, there's a set, there's a difference, you know, and, and everybody's going to have their own definition of things, you know, to me, when you're talking about a hot wife couple, to me, a hot wife couple is a couple where the husband is not a cuck, but he likes to promote his wife's sexuality and likes to enjoy watching her have fun or knowing that she's having fun sexually, knowing that she's getting fucked well, but he is not a cuck. A stag and vixen relationship is a husband and wife who both enjoy letting the other partner enjoy sex with others. So they both play. They both play separately. So it's not a situation where only the wife is playing or only the husband is playing. A stag and vixen means that they are both able to play and they're both able to play together or separate. Okay. Because Otherwise, you're just you're you're a swinger if you strictly play together. To me, a stag and vixen couple means that they both have the ability to go out and play separately and meet back in the middle. Now, cuckolding, my definition for cuckolding and the way I explain it to people may be different. Cuckolding brings in an aspect of humiliation. Okay, it doesn't have to be extreme humiliation. It can be mild humiliation, you know, where a cuckold enjoys that feeling that he gets that jealous feeling or he enjoys, you know, experiencing or expressing the fact that his wife is having sex with someone who he feels to be sexually superior to himself. And there are a huge range. There's a huge range in the world of cuckolding from the very mild where you have a husband who's just going to sit there in a the corner and enjoy that feeling that he gets watching someone, you know, quote unquote, fuck his wife the way he can't, you know, and you can push it all the way to the other extreme, you know, where you have a cuckold who's in, you know, who's in chastity, a cuckold who's going to clean up, you know, a cuckold who wants to get slapped around, you know, you have cuckolds who want to be used just like the wife. There's, there's a huge, there's a huge difference from mild to extreme cuckolding, but in the cuckold relationship, the husband is not, the husband is not necessarily playing and the way he plays is not that the cuck may not play, but the way he is playing is putting himself in a submissive position, you know, and then you have people who are in between, you know, so when I'm, when I meet couples, you know, who goes, oh yeah, well, you know, we're, we're a hot wife couple. Well, no, you're actually a cuckold couple or oh, we're stag and vixen, but my husband doesn't get to play. Well then no, you're not stag and vixen. You're a hot wife couple, you know? So it, it, the thing that, like you said, that drives me crazy is first things first, Take the time to educate yourself, because if you're looking for a quality male and you pretend that, you know, what's going on, that's going to push away a guy. Because if you reach out to me and say, hey, I'm looking for a bull for my wife, 
a bull is what you're looking for in a cuckold relationship. A single male, you know, or manicorn is what you're looking for in a hot wife relationship or in a stag and vixen relationship. So when you say you want a bull, to me, you're indicating to me that you are actually a cuckold. That, that that's how I see it. But most people have. That's how we saw it. Yeah. You know, people have been offended because they, they, they tell me, oh, you're such a great bull. I would love to have some kind of experience. And then I would go, oh, so you're, you're in a female relationship. So you're a cuckold. Oh, no, no. Why would you think that? I'm like, you asking for a bull. Yeah. But that doesn't mean. Uh, this is exactly okay. what it means. Now I was like, now I got to take this, take it to school moment. Like, what are you really looking for? I help me help you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, because that little brief introduction can just ruin it all. You know, it ruins the energy. Uh, and if people don't want to be there, it's awkward. You know, I don't want to make nobody feel awkward, and I definitely want nobody to make me feel awkward. So that's why I got to stay where it's organic and genuine. When it comes down to creating content, you know, because I, I get it, you know, I'm not going to shit on these people that create content for these platforms, but if you're doing this to make money, kudos to you. But there are also authentic people out there that's in the lifestyle, in their respective dynamic, that does content in their respective dynamic. And some people would know the truth, they would see it all the way out. So putting on the mask, putting on the latex, putting on the costume and talking shit does not make you legit, you know? It, it don't. And uh, and I, I just wish people, if they don't want to educate themselves, ask. Yeah. Ask around. Get some tips, pointers. Yo, I'm always throwing your podcast out there. I'm always throwing Keys and Anchor podcasts. If you don't have time to read anything, Listen, that's it. Listen, you'll get it. So it's, so, it's tricky and uh, it can open doors for you as well as close doors on you. Because a lot of people don't like to be corrected. You know, they, they feel offended. Uh, I just think you'll make you a better person and a better, I would say, actor or per- performer. Yeah. You yeah. say? Uh, uh, and also, man, you know, creating content is great. It's amazing. But I also like to do some lifestyle shit after the fact. You know, creating content is a, to me, is a very, very high professional job because it puts you in an entrepreneurship to where you are representing yourself and your own brand. And you want, I would think that anybody would want the best for their brand. So you can bring the best in you. Not just your appearance, but everything about you should be heightened in your presentation, your representation, as well as the quality of work you put out. And I think that um, your brand would speak volumes from that. So once I get through creating content, I do like to wind down and do some lifestyle shit. Or I do lifestyle shit before I create content just to get my energy up. Mm-hmm. And then I'll jump into it, you know. Uh, case in point, let's go to your party. You know, your content party. 
you know, <laughs> before I started shooting the content, I grabbed Juicy by the head, like, hey, come on, take care of me real quick. Get me ready, give me your energy. I did the same thing with meats, you know, get my energy up. So now I can feel the energy going, and then I can actually just push that in the dynamics I want to be at. And it worked. Mm-hmm. So you know, that was a great thing about your party, man, you know. It had a, it had a lifestyle energy, but it also had um, a relaxed atmosphere as well, where it wasn't all about work, 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 mm-hmm. time, time, time. No, shoot some content, relax, chop it up, eat, have some more fun, on or off camera, and then get back in and get your business going. Mm-hmm. So. You know something with our party? You remember before we start doing content, this is what, what most people don't realize. Before we were doing parties and we'd have, you know, hot wife parties. And the exact same thing was happening. Like every husband was literally in the room recording his wife getting fucked. You know, so it was this is before content. So like for us. That's one of the things that we we maintain. And, you know, we've had people say to us, "Okay, well, you know, when we go to a shoot house, you know, we want it to be scheduled. We want to be organized. And we're like, no, no, we we don't want to go away from what we do. We have a lifestyle party. So if you want to shoot content, that's the thing. It doesn't it's not different from what it was before now don't get me wrong you know we may have you know some you know in the main playroom we may throw some lights down there so that you can actually see because you know how our basement is it get pitch black if you turn the lights off you know but for the most part it's it's the same we wanted to 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 mean we didn't want to change who we were we want really want to document what we do and you know i will say this i don't mind shooting with people who aren't lifestylers, but like you said, be who you are. If this is not what you do, that's fine. You know, and then it's going to bring me to my next thing. I see some of your videos, some of your, your, you have some awesome clip, you know, um, clips, you know, um, with Juicy and with a cuck. I see you got some with cucks on a leash and things like that. You know, that to me is is awesome because I think that a lot of times a lot of the younger bulls, they want to be able to do that. But they're afraid to do that because they're like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to have, you know, some cuck on the leash. And I'm like, well, then that's that's not you're, that's not your level. I mean, you're not at that place. You know, what I mean, I've you know we've had this conversation before, you know, hell. You know, you you play with couples who are a little more extreme. You know, hell, I I've choked somebody's husband for. Like, I, hey, listen, if if this is if this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing. So it really just comes down to your level of comfort, your level ex, of experience, and you knowing your personal boundaries. So, you know, for you as a bull, tell me who you are as a bull. Like when you meet a couple, you know. When you meet a couple who are really going to follow your instructions and they say, hey, 
I'll, I'm, I, I am your, we are your couple. How, how do you, how, how, how do you enjoy playing with that? You know, you know, before you know, outside of content, just from, you know, start be, beginning, uh, you know, I start talking to these people and we start from here and they give me the reins to control it. I'm going to answer that based off the experience of a couple I dealt with for well over 10 years. Uh, all the dynamics start out as um, Stag and Vixen, and I was just the additive. I was the third. And it got to a point where his wife was uh, catching feelings. So they brought, they proposed to me, why don't you be our bull? Now, I never told them anything about me being a bull or cuckolding, but apparently they had that dynamic just within themselves. They didn't want to share it with me. So when they brought it to me, uh, my first thing was be careful what you ask for because when you put me in that role to be my cuck couple, it's going to bring in heightened feelings, intimacy, I entrust, I in comfort, and it breaks all, it, it eliminates all the rules that we started with. So are you sure that's what you want? Because when you put me in that position, that means that uh, your home is my home. Your car is my car. Your wife is my slut. You know, when I come over, yeah, is take care of me. No, I'm I'm gonna sleep in your marital bed. You know, are you sure that's what you want? So let you know that I can be um, I will go completely extreme to being your bull as if uh I want divorce shipping. I want it to wear and this is gonna sound fucked up and crazy, where I walk in and there's fucking flowers at my feet. You know, if I take a shower, um, the husband is bringing me a warm towel while his wife drives me off. You know, I'm being catered to 100%. Now, there's also that flip side. I know my rules and rules as a dominant bull. So I'm also going to make sure your wife needs and desires and wants are well-maintained and kept. I'm also not a selfish bull. I know when I can share her with my fellow bulls and know that she's getting the ultimate satisfaction of being the best slut she can be. Because when she's being the best slut for me and I want to share that experience with my brothers or my fellow bulls, I want to grab her by the fucking throat and tell her to go out there and make me proud that she's going to do that. And her husband just has to trust me. He don't have to trust the other bulls. But he have to trust me that the position I'm putting his wife in, my slut, she's going to be respected and protected by all means necessary because she's with me. It's not just fact that they are representing me. I'm also representing them too. And also I got to maintain my standards as a gentleman above any and everything. So it's not about uh, this generic thing where an uh, inexperienced bull I won't say fake, but I'll say in experience where you get this couple that takes care of you and you think it's all about, oh, they pay for my dinner, they take me on the trip. Uh, they're looking at the financial gain about it. No, it is 
it's the give and give energy mm-hmm. that's presented within both of, all three of us. Yeah, it's it's. So, I think it's definitely like from that standpoint. I, I look at it from the the standpoint of depending upon the couple I'm dealing with. You know, it's part of the the turn on. I mean, I was actually speaking to a couple recently who, you know, they backtracking a little bit. Be aware that in a lifestyle, you can be many things and one environment. You can be a stag and vixen and in another environment, you can be a cuckold couple. You know, in one environment, you can have, you know, it can be a hot wife situation. You don't have to be one thing. Because, you know, there are some people who don't want to admit that they're in a cuckold relationship. There are some people who, you know, don't want to admit that they're in a hot wife relationship. And so that's another place where trust comes in. You know, the same couple who we've known as swingers for 15 years, you know, make him make him fight, you know, and me. Hey, my wife really likes you. She wants you to be our bull. OK, so I understand that that means that you actually are in a cuckold relationship. So, so I didn't, I want to clarify that you, a couple can be many things just like the couple you were hanging out with when you found out later. But then, like you said, if you're asking me to step into that role, understand there are things that come with it and the inexperienceables. That is one of the things that, you know, I want to touch on and I'm glad you brought it up. I had, you know, a very inexperienced bull, he was excited because, you know, all of this couples flying me out to here and we're doing this and that. And I'm like, no, you're, you're misunderstanding this. It's not. It's not about you. It's not about being flown there. It's understanding the thing that turns me on is knowing that you are going to fly me from Atlanta to California to fuck your wife is me enjoying sitting at a table with your wife next to me while you are doing things like ordering the food while she has her wedding ring on and my arm is around her and the people around are looking like, wait, who's she really with? You know, it's, it's the things that I enjoy. I enjoy You know, when I tell a husband, hey, I want your wife to be dressed like this for me. So what you're going to do is you're going to send her over to me with your credit card. And I'm taking her shopping to dress for me. I'm not asking you to dress me. I'm going to use your money to dress your wife to please me. That to me, if that is the kind of relationship that you have and that is adding that extra level of pleasurable humiliation to the cuck, then absolutely. You know, so it's that's the difference with the, you know, the the inexperienced bulls or uh, listen, I also call them bull wannabes who are trying to get some kind of gain out of it. Instead of understanding that this is a part of the fun and those are the ones who make it look bad for the ones who really understand that this is all part of it. This is all foreplay. It's foreplay, you know, for me to for for me to meet your wife, you know, meet you and your wife in a hotel. And you know that you have to 
message me and ask me how do you I know how do you want her to be dressed? You know, when I get there, you already know what drink I want. My drink is ready. Like all of those things, that's part of that foreplay that gives the cuck what he's looking for. And it also gives her what she's looking for. And that's the the one thing that you said is you're not a selfish bull. And that's one thing I like. And I will attest to you saying that when you go somewhere with, you know, with, you know, someone's wife, you make sure that all the fellows who are there knows, hey, she's with me. This is how she's going to be taken care of. And all the fellas know that, hey. You know, she's with Dimitri, so everyone knows how everyone everyone knows she's safe. You know, there is no question about that. So, yeah, I definitely appreciate you bringing that that aspect into it so that a lot of the young bulls and a lot of the couples understand that you got to be aware of what kind of guy you're bringing into your relationship, because a lot of couples see a guy that looks good and go, ooh, bull. And he's really bullshit. So, also it's the challenge as well, you know. Uh, like I said, adding me to your life, it can be really, really extreme to where uh, I'm gonna, you're gonna be challenged. You're gonna be challenged by the dynamic. You're gonna also understand: can you, the moment you get jealous, are you okay to have that conversation? Can you have that conversation with all three of us? Uh, Explain that in depth, D. That's you got. That's something that you got to explain in depth. The uh, where the so husband gets jealous. Break that down. Well, you know, because again, like I said, me going to the extreme, I'm going all in to where your wife is going to then they'll fall in love with me. Uh, sometimes the mental of it may makes the husband feel threatened or in second place. Because sometimes second place means last place. Which, if this is how he feels, that does not make it factual. Because you got to realize he's a cuckold couple. This is both of them together in this dynamic, along with me. So, as long as uh, there's no uh, dishonesty, no hidden conversations that I want to make sure everybody's all inclusive and uh, not just to be having a conversation, but to be able to understand and comprehend the conversations that you're having when you're sharing your feelings, you know, and they'll, let's just say if I fall in love with this man's wife, which can possibly happen. Now, it has happened. I'm comfortable enough to talk to him about how I feel and then bring her in the conversation until I have a conversation with him. Because now I want all three of us to be on the same, you know, on the same level. Now, if that means I have to step back and step away today, uh, regain their composure, or if it's just too complicated, you know, we at least we still have our friendship. But from the cut's point of view, I get it. She's still your wife. But I also said in the beginning, be careful what you ask for. Because everything, all rules goes out the window. It's not just about fun no more. I am now an additive in your life. That's what you say. You want to be, you want me to be your bull. You're not just talking about a bull dynamic or the weekend play. You know, you're talking about a real life situation shit. 
So now you're making me an additive to your life. And this comes with that. But also know that I'm not a threat, even though if you feel that way. I'm not a threat. And it's healthy, and it's healthy to be jealous because it lets you know that you don't have to have so much pride to try to mask it. Because, you know, once you keep letting that shit build up in you, it's going to blow, then all misunderstandings going to go out the window. No one would be happy. See, a lot of the so, cu- the cu- couples that I've played with, you know, the husband actually enjoyed that aspect of of jealousy. Jealousy? That was... Yes. Now, I think that is when it gets unchecked. And you said something that I, I have to say I agree with. Be careful what you ask for. Um, I have had a husband in the beginning sit down with me and have a conversation. Listen, she's yours. I want her to fall in love with you. I want you to be her bull. You know, you let me know how you want this thing to work. You know, you get to lead it. I have a conversation. I explain to him what what I what I define as a cuckold relationship, I make him tell me exactly, you know, I have a full conversation because oftentimes you meet husbands who won't tell you what their end game is. You know, they'll say this is what I want, but but it's never okay. This is how far I want this to go. So, you know, experience taught me to do this and the first the first thing that I noticed was they enjoyed that aspect of being jealous, but oftentimes they didn't realize that you know, whether it was sexually or emotionally, you know, they've seen their wife go to a certain level sexually. But then in their mind Yes, they're going to enjoy me taking her to the level that they've take, taken her to where she maxed out sexually and he's prepared to be that jealous. But when you blow the roof off of that and she's, you know, pleased in a way that he's never seen or she expresses a level of pleasure that he's never achieved. That's when I've noticed that the jealousy will start to get a little out of control because that conversation is, well, I didn't expect her to enjoy it that much. Or the I want her to fall in love with you and, you know, you put in the time, you put in the work and she starts to really have those feelings for you. And then he comes to you and goes, you know, hey, I think that, you know, this is this is a little more than I expected. Well, this is this is what you you asked for. And so now what you're going to do is you got what you asked for and now you're going to, you know, come to me and tell me, hey, well, look, I need you to talk to her and break this thing off. Okay, first of all, she's your wife. Okay, I'm not going to be I'm not going to play the asshole for you. If you are no longer able to deal with this emotionally, you tell her that you want to break this thing off. We can all talk to you together, but I'm not going to be the bad guy. And I've met lots of bulls who fall into that role where they're the bad guy and, you know, the husband comes to them, you know, crying figuratively or literally, you know, I need you to break it off with her. The bull breaks it off with her, breaks the poor woman's heart. And then the husband is going, oh, honey, I don't know why he did that. And so now you you've just created this this bad taste in her mouth. And as a bull, you're responsible because now 
you represented all of us and you've allowed the husband to to play this game. And you know something? I can't tell you how many times the same guy, you know, three months later calls a hey, she's miserable. You know, I want to see her happy again. No, you you want to enjoy your pleasure again, you know. And so, you know, that's one of the things that that I've noticed in some of my relationships with, you know, cuckold couples that, you know, they think got serious or the husband gets jealous and starts treating his wife like shit when I'm not around because you know, instead of him just saying, damn, honey, this is too much for me. You know, he, he, you know, he's yelling at her every other minute. He's, you know, just creating issues with her because he can't do it to me. How about, so his level of insecurity and jealous brought him to not trust you or not trust her? It, it to me, it has nothing to do with either one of those because, mm-hmm. There was never an issue of trust with me and there was never an issue of trust with her. The problem was, I'll say it again. He pushed her. He saw her sexual excitement go to a certain level. He saw her passions go to a certain level. He saw her affections go to a certain level. And in his mind, he was prepared for me to take it to where he peaked at. But when I was able to take her far surpass what he'd done, you know, the the feeling that, oh, well, she's never she's never made those sounds for me or she doesn't text me that much or, you know, she's not this excited for me. She don't dress like this for me. And, you know, with me personally, like anytime I deal with a couple, I am very I'm very honest and very straightforward. You know, I've. I've broken it off with a wife who starts having that conversation with me. Oh, you know, I think that, you know, I'd rather be with you. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I'm not that guy. Or the wife who, <laughs> you know, where we have this arrangement where we do video for the husband. You know, he's out of town. He works a lot. We have one job. Record what we do. And she gets there. Oh, well, let's just fuck without him knowing. No, I'm not going to do that. And if you ask me again. This is going to be a wrap. You know, I've even gone so far as to if she's if after that first correction, I let her know, hey, when we have dinner with your husband, we're going to have this conversation. So for me, I've never given a husband a reason not to trust me. And I never I've never given a wife the lane. To to think that she can get away with stuff. You know, in those situations where I've had a, a husband who goes, hey, I've got a, a couple I play with forever. His thing was, I want to feel like I'm being cheated on. So what I want you to do is fuck her without me knowing and then tell me later. That was part of our game. That was that was the kink. So in that situation. We would do that, but then turns out. He wound up getting mad at her for doing it. So it was a no sense win situation. So I told him, like, dude, I'm not going to give you ammunition to to treat your wife like shit. This is not how we're going to do it. So, you know, I removed that aspect of our play, you know, so oftentimes I don't think it's a it's a trust thing. It's an insecurity thing. And it's the realization that you've bitten off more than you can chew. 
you know, I also want to touch bases because I get a lot of flack, a lot on Twitter, even though OnlyFans. Uh, I get a lot of, I don't know if they legit cucks or not, but they always go, why you never show the part where the cuck is either fluffing me or cleaning me up? And I was like, well, that's simple because that don't happen. I don't, and I have to tell my, I don't engage in any metal male contact when it comes down to sex. But then, well, you're not a real bull. I say, well, that's for you to say, okay. But again, not a real bull. has so many degrees and so many levels. Maybe the level that you're looking for, I'm not on that level. Mm-hmm. I, Everybody I, get to have boundaries. <laughs> exactly. Like, those are my boundaries. I said, look, I respect that that's your preference, but at least respect the fact that that's not my boundaries. And I don't judge any individual or that couple that's into that. You know, and let's just get past that part. And uh, it's just funny how a lot of people come at me like that. I'm like, hey, look, thank you for the flirt. Thank you for the tweet. Thank you for all that, but it's not my lane of comfort. And uh Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that's quickly established. Like, hey, that's just—I mean, that's like saying, you know, if a, if a woman won't let you fuck her in the ass, you know, she's not a woman. Like, no, that's just not what she does. I mean, there's boundaries for everybody. Has their own boundaries. You know, I don't want—I don't like getting my nipples sucked on. So, I mean, that is just one of my boundaries. You know. So that being said, you know, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. You know, and that's why I discussed before. I'm going to tell me what you like and I'll tell you how far I will go. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Tell boundaries to everything. Yes, there are. So, do we got somebody who want to talk to us. Um, his name is Poor Little White Boy. He want to jump in and comment. Talk to us. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a tough husband myself. Um, we're, we're in the lifestyle. We got to, uh, we got to go to Splash in Houston. Last year, Ooh. good times. But uh, so, I'm at a point where I I would like to kind of move us. A little. Like I think a lot of the play we've done basically is just me. I just sit there and watch while she's having a good time, and I haven't wanted to you know take away from her enjoyment of the activity by saying you know getting involved. But at the same time, I'd like to get more involved as far as just like a little bit of like, Hey, you see what I'm doing to your wife that you can't do or some stuff like that. And how do you, I guess, how do you discuss that with the, the play partners? You know, I, I'm not bull. I'm not sure, you know, how to like, you know, is X person a bull, Y person a bull, but just somebody she's going to be playing with and say, you know, sort of bring that up and discuss it. D. Much of it, but it sounds as if he was saying how he want he like he would like to engage. Well, what he was saying is he, what he was saying is he wants the um, he wants the verbal interaction from the bull, where the bull is you know saying how much better he's fucking his wife and things like that. But he usually doesn't speak. But he was saying he wanted to figure out how to how to. Um, how to bring that up. You know, how do you ask? <laughs> I'm sorry. My my wife walked in and started shaking her ass. <laughs> yes, yes. 
So I'm just asking about like how how do I talk to somebody? Like our normal play has just been, you know, I just kind of sit over in the corner and let them watch. But how do I bring up and say, you know, hey, I'd like to introduce more humiliation or kind of some some verbal stuff. Uh, get me, yeah, kind of get me a little more involved in the in the activity and so forth. And you talk about like just in private, personal, just on a personal play with a bull. No, no. He's saying like when the when the wife is playing, he he wants the the bull to you know talk more, and he wants to get a little more of the humiliation aspect because usually he doesn't say anything; he just sits and watches, and he's trying to figure out how to engage a bull to be more verbally humiliating. Okay, so this is what something I would tell couples uh, when mentoring couples. I would have the bull. I mean, usually I tell the couple. Have a banter going back and forth with your wife during the act of it. Usually, if uh-huh. she start off by saying, look, hubby, my bull is pleasing me better than you. And then usually the wife will come in and say to the bull, say something bad like, uh, you stretch my pussy out better than my husband does. Look how sad he looks in the corner. And that would get him further engaging in have the conversation with her about him. So it's like, uh, it's like piggybacking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, this is pretty much, it goes into like role playing. You know, if they know they got a boy coming over. He can have this conversation with his wife as, his, okay, baby, I need you to talk shit to me while he's fucking you. And then get him to talk shit while he's fucking you. But it's directed toward me, but he's talking to you. And then that mm-hmm. answer will grow because some bulls really never have been in there, but it's all about building their comfort to do that. You know, so it's like indirectly banter. And then you would then finally, as you get comfortable into it, it'll, it'll just flow organically. But, uh, and if you just also do the direct repro- approach, uh, because, you no, know, sometimes the husband, We'll have a conversation with the bull before the act. Mm-hmm. And then let him know what you're comfortable with. And look, I am comfortable with verbal degradation. Like, you can talk shit mm-hmm. to me. You can humiliate me. I'm fine with that. And uh, either he's going to say, okay, or he may not just say he's not he's not comfortable with it. But yeah. then you can still gotcha. have banter with your wife. Mm-hmm. The energy, the sexual okay. is still there. So yeah, I agree with that. They should be feeling inclusive into it. Yeah, that's, I think from, depending upon the environment, you know, I'm going to piggyback off D. If it's a splash, splash is a little harder because, you know, things are happening much faster. Things tend to be happening much faster. You know, you don't necessarily get as much dialogue with the, with the bull. You honestly don't even know if you're dealing with a bull or a manicorn. You don't know what experience he has. Um, Depend upon how bold you are, you know, every wife is not built to have a to do it. Some wives just some wives enjoy. Some wives enjoy hearing the bull humiliate the husband, but she is not verbal while she's getting fucked. She's in the game. She's she don't want to say shit. She wants to get it. Yeah, that's where she is. (laughs) So. That that being said, if she's that kind of person, the next thing you want to know is, will it turn her off 
if it happens, you know, will she be comfortable with that humiliation while you're playing? Because there are some wives who are going to be super concerned about their husband's reaction before, during and after. And oftentimes, you know, I hate to say this. There are some husbands who want it, want that humiliation during. But then afterwards, he, you know, he's arguing with his wife about a bag of chips when that's not why he's really upset. So she has to know that you're going to be comfortable in that situation. And the biggest thing for me when it comes to the husbands in a hotel environment or party environment, since if we've never met, we've never talked, I need the husband to be able to pull me aside and go, hey, no, just out of curiosity, I want you to have fun with my wife. You know, I'm totally good with, you know, verbal humiliation. You know, these are the things I'm comfortable with. Whatever you're comfortable with, that's cool, but we're good with this. You would be amazed how much better your experience is going to be when you find the right bull. Because my pet peeve with couples are just let me know what it is. Because, of course, you know, you still have society's boundaries that's holding you down. And sometimes saying out loud what you're looking for is challenging. But if you're dealing with an experienced bull, there's nothing you're going to say that's going to make an experienced bull leave. Just like what D said earlier, you know, I have I have been in a situation where a, 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 a cuck has said to me point blank, period. Listen, what I want to do is I want you I want to come in. I want to fluff you. I want to I want. OK, this is what I can do. You're not going to fluff me, but. You're welcome to engage. You know, I have no problem rubbing your face in your wife's pussy. You know, I have no problem with the, you know, humiliation. I have no problem with cleanup. Like I will then say, you know, it turns to a a sexual negotiation to, hey, these are the things I'm good with. These are the things I'm not. And we both agree and say, okay. And then we still play. I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck that. I'm not playing because you asked that question. Now, the 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 rookies or the guys who are in denial that really want to do something but don't want to be those guys will, will, will get all freaked out. You know, newer guys will get freaked out, you know, and I'm not there's some guys who will get freaked out. But it's worth you. It's worth you going through that process. But then when you're talking about like online where you can actually have a conversation, see that's where you can really make the magic because before the scene is set, you know, the guy, the bull knows exactly what your fantasies are. He knows what her fantasies are. He knows what you've done and he knows how far you want to go. Now, when you step into the room, you guys can then build this organic thing where the first time he shows up, you know, he may, you know, be a little docile. Oh, yeah. You know, your husband can't fuck you like this, you know, down to, you know, the third time, you know, he's, you know, halfway through telling you to come over and lick her pussy and get her wet. 
So you also want to make sure you establish those because you have some experienced bulls who may, you know, jump out the window and, you know, they they may go three steps past where you want to be. at. You know, so you want to you know, you want to put, you know, your your desires, your boundaries and all those all those things out there without fear that you're going to push that bull away, because if you push him away, perfect. Now you don't have to deal with it and you're going to find the one you want. Most couples are just too desperate. They see a guy. Oh, my God, this, you know, my wife's going to love this guy. She's he's built the way she wants to be built. So, you know, I don't want to run him away. Fuck that. Run him away. There's another guy built the way she wants. That's going to do exactly what you guys are looking for. Exactly. Um, well, thank you. guys. Pleasure, man. Thank you for jumping in there. Uh, always appreciate you know somebody and it and it's it's awesome because it's it's rare that we get to talk to a a couple or a cuck who's going to get on and actually speak honestly. Sure. D. Well, you been that's one percent right. You know, I, I truly believe that. Uh, like you said. Ask those questions, even if it's, it, it's a very uncomfortable situation. And if that guy's not the guy for you, it may room to find that guy. Uh, and again, it won't make me leave. Then you said sexual negotiation. I have, trust me, I have no problem coming in another man's white mouth and I will gape his fucking mouth open and make her spit my cum in, her, in his mouth. No, I do those negotiations, you know. Uh, where I would probably drag his ass on the floor and make him come clean up pussy up, or I get her wet for me and get your ass back in the corner, let me do what I do. But I'm I'm verbal. I will throw commands. I will talk shit, and uh, I'm very comfortable in in, in all that dynamic. Uh, like I said, my boundaries are also still my boundaries. So if I'm not what you're looking for, I have no problem you telling me to leave, which will be the only way I walk out the door because I'm not the person for you. And I just may know somebody that's for you because it's all networking. So, yeah, just put it all out there. Put your truth out there. It's funny, just last night, a uh, uh, Jimmy, he's having to be a cuck, and uh, he tell me, he said, you may not know this, but I'm black. And I was like, so the fuck what? The sky's blue. <laughs> he was like, I was like, where you going with this? He said, well, you know, the stigma that all black men are bulls. I said, well, where do you hear that at? He said, well, you know, people talk. I was like, uh, that's, that's stigma, that's society. I said, look, man. If you comfortable being in a female relationship and you comfortable being in the cuck hole, wear that fucking cage with a badge on. You know, live your fucking truth. And who don't fuck with you and your truth and how you live for your happiness, fuck them. Fuck them, they're not for you. Mm-hmm. Go find what's for you. Find what fits you and your wife dynamic. Fuck them. If the space they judgmental, so what? Oh, you're a black guy and you want to be a cuck? Hey, guess what? You like to shoot content? I got a spot for you. You know, I'm, I'm going to challenge you and encourage you to be that couple or that cock. So, like, this is this is a universal environment, this lifestyle. 
And people really got to understand they got to get out of this vanilla mentality when they enter the lifestyle. You know, you you out the box. You know, there's no one here, I mean, yeah, judgmental, but it's a non-judgmental lifestyle environment. So come in the lifestyle, live your truth, and just knowing whatever kink, fetish, whatever you may have that's within your brain that you want to live, live outside your fantasy, you're going to find it. Yeah, there's a community for you. Yeah, your journey may be long, it may be short, but you're going to find it. So come on in and have a good time. And again, like I said, the guy's, well, I'm a black guy. Like, so the fuck what? The sky's blue. Are you caged? And he talked some more and now he's okay. Which actually he signed up to you and Michael's, uh, Michael C's podcast. Mm, awesome. Awesome. You're Thank you, as always. <laughs> You know, we, you know, and I think that's you, you hit another, uh, you keep dropping gems that, that really have to be explored because you're right. A lot of people jump out of, they get into the lifestyle to jump outside of the box of society, but they jump out of society's box and try to jump into a lifestyle box. Um, that's one of the things, honestly, that made me and Mrs. Mocha start doing the podcast is because we would say that people are lifestyling wrong. They they come to lifestyle, they meet some couple who has a thousand rules and that couple convinces them that that's how they're supposed to play. And then, you know, we meet people and they would see Mrs. Mocha and they're like, holy shit, your wife is wild as fuck. You, you're OK with this or, you know, I'm. My wife's at the bar while I'm fucking, you know, two women in the back of the club. And the some wife's like, where's your husband? Oh, that's him over there fucking those two women. You let him do that? You know, and we started realizing that people were jumping out of the box of society and jumping into different little lifestyle boxes. And so that's what started to happen. We started having conversations with people. Hey, you don't have to play like like other people. You can do it however you want to do it. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Yo, it's funny that I had this uh, couple tell me that they had so many fucking rules, yo. And I was like, um, are y'all trying to have fun? <laughs> like, you, your rules make this seem like fucking work. And I'm off the clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not with all this. Yeah. Bro, it was, it, it was crazy. And, uh, for the first time I ever been confused was from that couple. And uh which was very, very funny. And this is what he told me that totally floored the fuck out of me. He said, You you can't he said, Don't play my wife's feet. I said, okay. He said, Don't hold her hand. I said, okay. He said, You can't kiss her, neither. I said, okay. He said, but I really want you to drop your dick deep down in her throat and just come out of her mouth. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I can give your wife a mouthful of fucking cum, but I can't touch the lips and some swap saliva with her? Like, yeah. Like, how extreme are we going with this? And it, it was just so different for, from me, for me to where everything I did is like I was questioning, like, just getting on top of her, I'm like, wait, can I do missionary? Like, what the fuck? 
No, it felt like a first day on the job. And you have to try to figure out your fucking, your position. Yeah, fuck that. And I was like, you know what? This is, this is just too much for me. And I just couldn't follow through with it. Yeah, fuck that. The rules was way too fucking crazy. And I'm like, are you guys trying to have fun? Like, where is the fun? Like, she can't suck my dick, so you want me to come in with a with a hard dick that'd be a very, very rock hard dick. Like, dude, I need sexual energy. Mm-hmm. I need touching. I need the verbal back and back and forth. Anything you say is you don't want her to do is what I need and and what I want. And it, it just wasn't happening. Yeah, so, your, your wife can lick my balls, but I can't kiss her in the mouth. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Like it, it was it was the most crazy shit ever, and I was like, I think what it was, this was a uh, swinger couple that was trying to dabble in the lifestyle of a bulls dynamic, or just go into another lane. And uh, they had these fantasies, but they had too many rules that just totally fucked up the fantasy. Because I can't make that fantasy reality with these rules that you got you put before me. Of course, I get it. Safe play, condoms, lube, hygiene. I get all that. But all this extra shit, uh, it, it was just like way too fucking much for me. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. can't do it. No. No, listen, we, I mean, we've met those couples. Like, literally, you know, you got some, you know, some guy telling my wife he wants to lick her asshole, but, you know, his wife will get upset if they kiss. I'm like, all right, this isn't this isn't going to work. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, and then another, another thing that, you know, I always, that drives me crazy. When you, when you're being told the rules, okay, what are the rules designed for? And is it a rule that you're both go with? You know, Mrs. Mocha and I, we don't have many rules, but the rules that we have are really, you know, don't lie to each other. And we don't, we don't do the spend the night. And honestly, we don't do the spend the night is because like, I mean, I can I can count on one hand how many women I've you know spent the night with. That's just not my thing. I mean, it's never really been my thing. And with Mrs. Mocha, it's not really her thing. So for us, it was like because then I feel awkward as fuck. I mean, I, I'll listen. I'll hang out with with a couple for for twenty hours, but you know that's just not how I am. It's not my it's not my thing. If if we're if we're drinking and fucking and I pass out next to you. That's one thing. But honestly, no, I'm not going to set a date to spend a night with you. I'm not. going. That's just not my thing. Mrs. Mocha, same thing. Hell, you know, we everyone gets to spend a night at our house. And Mrs. Mocha has the freedom to fucking sleep next to a guy if she wants. to. That's just not her thing. I mean, she'll fuck a guy all night long, you know, and then I wake up in the morning. She's next to me. It's it's not so much of a rule as that's just how we both were even when we first met. When we first met, it took us forever to spend the night together because that's just not how we were. So for us, those aren't rules as I've met couples where it's, you know, the wife wants to kiss. The wife wants to suck dick, but the husband's ego is too fragile for it. 
or I've met the the couples where it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't want her to play with a guy that looks like this. So you you basically want to make sure that you restrict your wife's play to a guy who doesn't hurt your ego or vice versa. You know, where and I've been I've I was in a relationship many years ago with a woman like that. She would find me the most unattractive woman in the club, you know, with some good looking dude and go, you want to play with these people? And I'm like, fuck, no, I don't want to play with these people. You know, I'm not attracted to this woman, you know, so I think, you know, it's also why are the rules being made? Are those rules based upon, you know, an experience? Are those rules based upon insecurities? And before you create, in my opinion, before you create a bunch of hard rules, let's identify why, why are we, why are we creating these rules? What are these rules for? Why can't I kiss you? Oh, well, kissing is intimate. Kissing is this bitch. You kiss your dog. You kiss your mom. You kiss your kids. You kiss your husband. All four of those are different types of kisses. Okay, they're not the same. They're not the same thing. So therefore, if my wife kisses another dude, I don't view that as the same type of kiss. It's not the same thing. It's not me. So, you know, and once again, like I'm going to let you suck the guy's dick, but I'm not going to let you kiss him. That maybe what the fuck is that? No. You ain't meant to be proud of <laughs> what the fuck you doing. Exactly. You know, it, it, it's it's a slippery slope, but uh, I don't really have much that can set me off. You know, we I mean, just too many rules, too many uh, instructions in the act. <laughs> well, I'm not doing that. I'm not the fucking gym. Put a doggy style. Pick her up. Bouncer. Yeah, like. I, I will stop in a minute and hey, y'all put y'all shit on get the fuck out. Like, I'm off the clock. I told you that shit. Like, I'm not doing all that. Uh, don't come in with the mentality that your wife is the prize for me. As a, No. It's going to be a give and give. God damn it. I'm the prize in the Cracker Jacks box also. Yep. So it's just two prizes in that fucking box. It's not just one. So, I'm being humble and have some fucking fun. And go back to your room or whatever you want to do. Like, that, that's how common and plain I am. I would never want to make a situation so fucking complicated to where nobody's not having fun at all, you know, because everything starts with a conversation. It all yeah. starts with a conversation and then you go from there, you know. And uh, speaking of Splash Mocha, God, yeah, that was a busy one. It was a great event. It was great, but I really felt like uh, it was work. It was like, uh, I guess there was no downtime. I didn't get that feeling. Uh, man, of course you did. Bro, like. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, hey, I was disabled. I couldn't do nothing but uh, walk around and fuck. Oh, hold on. I got there's a question for you, D. Uh, this is from one of our favorite people, Blushing Vixen. What dynamic should a couple say they are if the wife enjoys being submissive to the play partner? The husband is mildly submissive to the wife, but the husband wants to be treated by the play partner like a buddy sharing his wife. 
and the hubby can play with the wife's permission. They hear the end into that. And the husband can also play with the wife's permission. You said, what's the position? No, what what would you classify that? Would you classify that stag vixen, hot wife, cut cold? Uh, stag vixen, stag vixen situational. Yeah. No, uh, it's, it's stag vixen situational because, uh, because he also want to be inclusive within the sexual act of pleasing her, you know, uh, the confidence there, but also is mindful that her confidence coming into where he's asked for her permission to enter, I mean, to engage in the act as well. So I would say that falls into the stag vixen situational or just say stag vixen based off what rules that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's very, very tricky to try to They'll put that in a, a dimensional box because again, I, I agree with you though. I definitely, I, I see that as stag vixen. I agree with you hundred percent. You know, yeah, but it's just the fact that some people, if, if that's for them to determine, you know, I, I'm, I'm situated. I mean, I can feel in, fit in anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just all about me morphing into the whole thing. Uh, because, you know, there have been couples where they want to like, oh, yeah, I want to get in with my wife. Hey, shit, jump in. I encourage it, actually. Mm-hmm. I would encourage it. I would tell them to stop or go over there and give your husband a mouthful of pussy or ride his dick for a moment. Like, I'm all about inclusive. So, but it falls upon the stag vixen situational. Because I'm saying situational because it may not happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, I think it's a, a combination of uh, stag vixen and hot wife. You know, but you know, I think that that's the, you, you brought up in the, the the very end of her question brought up another thing, and this is something that you know, there's a difference. You know, the question was with the wife's permission. You know, when you're married, I don't care how dominant you are, unless you're an asshole or inconsiderate. For as much sex as I I have, you better be damn straight that I'm going to talk to my wife before I fuck somebody. Just like she's going to talk to me before she fucks somebody because we're in a partnership. You know, my wife is very submissive to me, but at the same time, her feelings, um, her feelings are, are everything. You know, so for us, you know. I play, she plays, but we're both, we both communicate on what we're doing, what we're doing and where we're doing it and when we're doing it. That is the thing that we do communicate. And I think in any stag vixen couple, you know, the stag vixen, you know, to me, that's, there's a difference with stag vixen. It doesn't mean just play separately. To me, stag vixen means that you both get enjoyment out of knowing that your significant other is having fun because stag vixen to me is just a uh, hot wife, hot husband together where the wife likes to see, likes to know the husband is having fun and, uh, and vice versa, you know, not just, Oh, cause we do know couples who, you know, one of the, you know, the husband just goes and fucks all day long or the wife just goes and fucks. And it's not with any consideration of the other one. I wouldn't classify them as stag, stag vixen. I just classify them as, you know, separate play. 
So we know people like that. Yeah, we do indeed. So do we have any more questions? Anybody want to chime in and say anything before we wrap up? Oh, look at Poison Gingers on there. Got Craig on. Mm -hmm. 225 Gent. 2 Play. Gingers here? Yeah, she, well, I, she, you know, I think she's uh, on a work meeting, but she's, I think she's working, but she's listening in. And I don't think she wants her uh, co-workers to hear her husband talking about fucking other women, even though I think half of them know already. You know, some of her co-workers has actually seen, she said one of her co-workers um, said to her, like, privately, hey, I think I saw your husband on a video. I guess she thought she was, <laughs> I guess she thought she was uh, telling my wife that I was cheating on her. <laughs> my wife was like, yeah, he's got a lot of videos. Oh, people have told me about you. They was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, uh, tell your friend that, uh, Somebody recorded him and they got him on Pornhub. <laughs> that's, that's his shit. I think that's what he want to be. <laughs> I mean, bro, they whispered that shit to me at a party. Like, it's David Pornhub. I'm going to tell you something about Xavier. Yeah. Like, he called me. He didn't tell me anything. What's, what's going on? So I'm on Pornhub. No. You may want to tell him that somebody recorded him. I'm like, hmm. I'm pretty sure he wants to be there. Like, it's okay. So it actually it's happened okay. to me twice, twice last month at the gym. Two different guys. Two different guys. One guy is like, hey, hey, let me talk to you. I'm like, dude, what are you whispering for? I mean, I'm, are you trying to sell me drugs at the gym or something? What the fuck is going on? He's like, hey, let me. He was like, you know, I, I saw you. You saw me. I saw you. Like, I'm, I'm staring at you. What are you talking about? You know, I saw you on the video. Oh, huh. <laughs> Maybe you did. And then he's like, you know, it was on, uh, it was on, uh, what, X, X videos? I was like, it probably was. He was like, oh, you're okay with that? <laughs> well, I mean, it's got a couple million views, so yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm good with that. And then another guy, he, he was on Twitter and he saw, uh, pictures from the party and he saw, um, he was like, hey, um, are you on Twitter? I'm like, isn't most of the world on Twitter? He's like, well, there's, you know, there's a girl that I follow and she's, she's got a, you're, it looks like you're in a picture with her. So I was like, all right, well, show me the picture. So, you know, he goes in his bag, pulls out his phone and he shows me the picture. I'm like, that's me. In fact, I was literally wearing the exact same shirt that I was wearing in the picture at the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's me. See, I have guys come at me, hey, man, yo, I saw your girl with um, this guy, and I saw it with two guys. Like, what the fuck you talking about? I saw on Twitter. I'm like, did you see my shit, too? Like, motherfucker, I'm in videos, too. Who you think was holding like, the camera? You know, like, like, what the fuck? But no, man, you know, it's, it's, it's really a great thing. And uh, I will say, you guys told me, you said, you know, before I started doing content, you say D, it's a lot of work, but it's very, very rewarding. And uh, I, I wouldn't say it's hard work. Challenging, yes, but I don't want to say hard because when I say hard, it's like it makes you think that there's a little bit of laziness within you that you just don't want to do the work. So it's all about you challenging yourself 
And what you don't know, that's why you got that network of friends that you can call that can help you through it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought that was very, very great and rewarding about creating content. You know, I've have I have guys like you and the friends that made my challenges just a little bit easier. And just the fact that you guys answer your phone for me uh, when I call with questions and concern. So that's another reason why I'm not giving up. Well, I don't really Trust count, because we listen, that don't count because we talk so much. I don't know when you call him with a question like that. I mean, if, if I'd have known that, hey, because we always talk, so it don't really count. It's like we don't know what it was. So I, from now on, send me a message. Like, I'm gonna ask you a question so I can decide if I'm ignore that call. <laughs> yeah, you call like you pick up for me. It's like trust, me, bro. It's like I was like I was having a moment where I was like, God damn, what am I not doing right? And then you just broke that shit down to me so simple. Not only that. I got so impatient. I I had copy and paste. I sent it to you. I sent it to Damian Fox. I sent it to Lupe. And all three of you came back with the same thing of what I should have been doing. And I was like, well, shit. Uh, here you go. And it was all about setting up my OnlyFans. You know, as well as my minivids. So, again, people with people like you guys in, in your circle and in your corner, if you was to give up, it's based off your own laziness and your your excuses. I, I can't find a legit reason to quit or give up. Because also I'm having fun with this as well. It doesn't feel like a job. It's very professional, yes, because that's how I want to represent my brand, but I'm having fun building my brand. Mm-hmm. And That's because you're just doing what you've been doing, but just putting it on camera. It's I mean, I, I think for us, it's more of a, a documentary as opposed to, you know, the people who start doing OnlyFans and stuff like that. Because, like I said, we've been putting our sex on SDC and SLS and Cassidy and FetLife and all these other sites, AFF, for for years. Like, it's, it's, it's not new. This, these aren't new things. It's just we're finally saying okay hey let me take the same shit that i would put on these sites and you know put it on OnlyFans, so i don't feel like it's a huge difference for for us you know as opposed to people who you know because i i do know successful creators who before they started doing content creation they weren't swingers. They had no desire to be swingers, but they pretended to be swingers. You know, I, I, I know several people like that and I don't knock them. I mean, they, they did well. And a couple of them have actually converted to swinging from from this, you know, from pretending to be swingers on their their only So I think for us, you know, it's a little easier. Because this is already what we do, you know, how you think about it. You you host one of the you host the biggest interracial sex party in the U.S. So <laughs> sorry, what we do, you know? Is it- no, so well, you know, I don't want to take the critical being that host because you know people like you and Long Dong also you co-host as well with me, and uh, with a support team like that again. I, there's no reason for me to, to quit or fall back on it. But moving forward with, with creating content, 
I'm not just going to stay with just cuckolding, you know. I'm also doing the hot wifing. I'm also doing the MILF. And I'm also still doing, like, unicorn hunting as well. So uh, I'm going to try to just challenge and stick my toe in a little bit of everything and just see how it plays. Not just for, um, it's not just about financial gain, you know, because you're also building and learning experience. So... At least I will have the knowledge and experience behind what I'm sticking my toes and my, my, my ideas into. And that's where, uh, where I want to go as well as content. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm trying to... I'm still straight, bro. No, I love pussy. <laughs> but I have no problem being in a dynamic with somebody else that have a different preference. Mm-hmm. I'm going to respect your dynamic. I'm going to respect your preference. Just respect my boundaries. Yeah, just respect mine. Let's respect my boundaries and let's create some great content. And if we don't want to do content, shit, come to a party. And we can top it up there and have some fun there. Mm-hmm. So that's well, man, my brother. Well, I'm right there with you, man. As always, I mean, I enjoy getting on with you. We've been chatting for about a good hour and a half, which is, you know, standard issue for me and you. We do this all the time. But, yeah. you know, I... I appreciate everybody who's jumped in with us and everybody who's chatting with us, um, everybody who's listening to us. You know, we do our very best to to make sure that we are are sharing our sharing knowledge. Um, before we go, we have one question from Holistic um, Poppy, Holistic Bull. What type of couples do you come up? Do you guys come across more? Uh. I, I think I, you guys specify, like, when you ask what type of couples do we come across more, um, come across more where on Twitter, come across more on, and I, I, there's, there's such a, a huge variety of couples that, that reach out to you, you know, for, for, for at least for me, I know being on, um, Poison Ginger, thank you very much for sending that to me. Because for some reason, I couldn't, I couldn't pull up that second, that second message. But uh, for me personally, I come across so many different types of, of couples. I come across, you know, fake couples. I come across couples who really don't know what the fuck they want to do. I come across. Um, I think for me, it's mostly, mostly hot wife. And cuckold couples who reach out to me, um, but I'll be honest when I say that ninety-five <clears> percent <throat> of the couples that reach out to me, they do not reach out properly. So I ignore most people who reach out to me. Um, I, I ignore most people who reach out to me, honestly, just because, in my opinion, it's the way they reach out to me, you know, and that's a variety of couples. All right. All right. Uh, Poison Ginger, can you please uh, read that last comment? Because I still can't. I can see that we're getting messages, but I can't see them. She just jumped into the into the chat. So you said like stag, stag vixen, vixen, etc. Would I? I mean, I, I probably, me personally, I probably get 
hit up more by hot wife and cuckold couples personally um you're just it's uh it's uh hot wife stag vixen well not really mean stag vixen but hot wife and cuckolding uh the age range kind of shuffles a lot you know uh you have the younger crowd from when I go early, I say mid twenties to early thirties. Uh, they just trying to find their way, and usually not have couples like that. Um, pretty much bring in Lupe and Misha to build a rapport with them, because that's pretty much like a generation before me. So I think that if they can vibe and mesh with them, and then they can come on up to where we at. But usually, I'm, I vibe more with people that's within our age group. Uh, my wife and cook hold usually uh, all different ethnicity background. But uh, yeah, that's a tough one, man. That really just that that that, that is a tough one because you, know, you got to play smoker right there. So <clears throat> it's, that brings on. I've played through a lot of people as well. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, and now Splash, I think Splash is definitely different. I mean, within Splash, I mean, there's everything. But, like, outside of Splash, like on online, Twitter, Reddit, you know, SDC, SLS sites like that. I mean, honestly, on my SDC, I probably only get hit up. I probably, on SDC, I don't get many hits on there and you know most of the hits is you know some husband pretending like his wife you know pretending like his wife wants to do something or i'll get a lot of husbands who are asking me how do i get my wife into cuckolding which is to me just the most ridiculous fucking question in the world like in what world are you going to walk up to a person and go hey um can you convince my wife to fuck other people like dude like you clearly can't convince your wife to fuck other people. If she has an interest, I'm happy to have the conversation and let her know what she's in for. But if she has no interest, so I get those a lot. Um, uh, I've yeah, it's it really, a lot. This all right, it's just it, every, yeah, I got you. I mean, everything just really depends for from from my standpoint. Um, yeah, that's a hell. Oh, that's a tough one because every 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 day is something different. I think you can just say you get hoes thrown at your face all the time, both of y'all. Well, okay, you know something. Another thing I can say is this: I mean, my wife gets me a lot of pussy, so that makes life easier for me. Also, like my wife is definitely. Um, my wife is like my number one wingman. You know, she will be a splash mocha and she'll just be talking to somebody and she'll be like, hey, you see that guy over there? I'm pretty sure he liked to fuck you. And the girl like, oh, how do you know? Well, that's my husband. <laughs> and then, you know, my wife walks up with some woman in her arms and uh, daddy, you might want to take her up to the room. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I just might. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, so, it, you know, that's that's one of my um 
you know, in person, like in person, my wife is, is my, my wingman, but like on online, I also have very, <clears throat> me, me and Lupe and Misha, me and Lupe and Dimitri talked about this. I think last week, I, I, I don't have enough online patience or I thought I didn't. And I found out that Lupe and Dimitri has less online patience than I do. So I felt better. Yeah, um, this this is kind of hard. It's like, uh, and I really don't want to sound rude when it comes to saying this here. It's hard, like trying to meet or other people trying to be your friend, because uh, you really don't really know what their real intentions are. And the reason I'm saying that because their conversations and everything aren't genuine or aren't detailed enough for me to see where they're really trying to go. So it's like, I just like, all right, um, you just want your wife to fuck the guy that hosts Black Smoker. You know, that's your end game. That's your agenda. Uh, but we're just going to keep that a fantasy. And I just keep it moving, you know. But... SDC is it is great for but I really don't need it anymore. I really don't, you know. Uh really we say sell my videos on there. But that's cause you you down in the, the pussy hotbed. There's pussy everywhere down there. Mm-hmm. That's because you're down there where all the pussy is. Come on down, help me. <laughs> Shit, you did it before? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, think about it. Fort Lauderdale, where I pushed you as where I was running away from. Like, yeah, your shit was like burned the fuck out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I warn you, like, bro, you got me like, you you held yourself over in the pain. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of worried. Like, <laughs> it's this bangle stay hydrated. But no, you held it down. I was talking about that last night. I was told uh, Ashley and were on there last night. I was talking about how you tried to kill me at uh, no matter where I go. None of the guys actually say, hey, why don't you come and play with this woman? So I said that to you. And then, you know, you bombarded me with pussy. And then I had to I was talking about how me and I yelled at Ashley Del Toro for the same reason. Like, hey, hey, y'all not. I mean. D tried to kill me. Like D was the worst because, like, literally, I could, I would, I finish fucking somebody, and then, like, you know, D would come up, like, hey, you know, I got you, I got your station, just, you know, I got you, don't worry about it, because, you know, we're both working the event, <clears throat> and so, you know, every time it was like, you know, time to take a break, you know, there'd be somebody walking up to me and D, like, hey, I got you, I got you. I'm like, hey, man, I had to hide in my room Saturday night. I'm still ashamed of that. <laughs> no, there's some funny shit about Ashley Del Toro. I, I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's funny. Yeah, he right there. Go ahead. He came, he came to Florida and partied with me. <laughs> Yo, this dude fucked himself out so hard. I was looking for him in the house. And when I found him, this fuck was passed out on my massage table. <laughs> like, he was out. But that was the funny part. He was somewhat asleep, and his girl had her hand up on the towel trying to stroke his dick to get his shit back hard. 
And I was like, man, I hope he do what the hell he got himself into. Man, I just closed the curtain. Like, let's pray for him. But you no, know, he came down and had a great time with me, you know. And uh, that was a very, very funny, memorable moment with him. And I tried to tell him, like, yo, these women down here are a different breed, yo. Like, they like fucking sharks. When your shit go limp, they want this their goal and their this and to get you back hard so you can fuck someone. Even if you need a nap, some food, some water, they still ready to fuck. See, they're nice. My wife don't care if I need a nap or some food or some water. She just be trying to get some more. Dimitri, VC, my brother, one of my main, main men, one of the people that, you know, Dimitri, like I said in the beginning, introduced us to, you know, he he connected us to pretty much, you know, two of our, our best friends, you know, Lupe Misha and, and Damian Fox and Kenzie Fox. And, you know, we've been hanging out and rocking and talking ever since, you know, I want to give you a shout out for that and thank you for that. And I appreciate you getting on, you know, helping me, you know, keep it exciting. And you also spreading your knowledge and spreading your wisdom. And, you know, we talked about it last week. This is something that we're going to, you know, continue to do because, you know, hearing about the lifestyle from the males standpoint is something that we don't get often. And, you know, you yes. guys will hear us be very honest and very direct. And, you know, if you got to, Depend upon the day, if you got a sensitive constitution, you might not want to be, <laughs> you might not want to listen. There's no log on. You know, I was going to be, I was be unfiltered, you know. But again, like I said, man, I thank you for your time as well. And I thank you for your support, your encouragement. And that's also for being a great brother. Uh, because again, like I said, with people behind you and besides you, like you guys, you're not going to fall. And you're not going to give up. So I got to make sure the way I move by moving forward, steady and, and strong, that I'm also representing the extension of who you guys are. And that's just me being genuine and humble and honest. So I'm going to continue to keep doing that. Um, I want to give a shout out to a, a few people. Uh, first and foremost, uh, who we call our little big brother, you know, Lupe, you know, his lovely wife, Misha. Uh, I must call them trailblazers, you know. This guy, he's uh, borderline a genius, you know. I try to say what separates him from being a genius is that he really takes time out to live life. You know, this guy, he, uh, you know, he helped, he helped myself as well as you. And I don't think he really get the respect that he deserved in the homage. And I want to personally say thank you to him because, again, um, what, he's like 5'5", five, five, <laughs> pounds. <laughs> but with that, to say that, he's still going to be my big brother. Yeah. So when that guy talk, I do listen. He's probably one of the only men I shut the fuck up for when he, has, when he got dropped some gems. Yeah, yeah. And uh, really a great, great guy. Uh, on another note, I don't know if you really know him, but James, James Harden, James Harden. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Twitter. Another great guy, you know, uh, former, well, he's a Marine as well. You know, always Marine, once Marine, always Marine. 
Uh, Gray got to top it up with, you know, it's not always about lifestyle. You know, you meet a lot of great people in the lifestyle community, but what you soon to find out is that what heightens your friendship to a brotherhood is what you do outside the lifestyle. You know, this is a this is a gentleman that hits me up on a daily just like you. And I always tell him, I say, yo, man, you really got to check out with hang out with X, top up with him, because you two got like that same personality. You know, I always say we're all alphas in our own domain, but he's not that guy that's trying to peacock, you know, flicks. He's not that guy. But you you see that he's an alpha male. And uh, he's another great one. I want to give a shout out to Juicy as well. You know, uh, to step outside of her norm and to find her courage to do what she's doing. She's killing on Twitter. She's killing on OnlyFans. You know, she's really embracing the so-called lifestyle as well as, you know, her kink. You know, I want to give a shout out to her about that. And uh, of course, you know, you, Michael C., it's a lot of you guys. And I personally want you guys to know how I appreciate you guys, you know, like from that point. But um, I don't think you guys get your, your gems and praise enough. You know, Damian Fox, Kenzie Fox, Subgird and Dumb Boy, you know. And this can go on and on and on. And for the few I have missed out on, my apology, but you all in my heart. But, uh, it's crazy that you say that it's a it's a hell of a circle. And, you know, we've said it before, you know, Lupe came and sat with me for 12 hours, but I wouldn't have known Lupe if it weren't for you. All right, everybody. We appreciate you hanging out with us this afternoon and uh, we will be back. <clears throat> uh, you've been hanging out with me and Dimitri on the cutting board where, you know, like I said before, the fellas like to chop it up. Uh, you can find all of our information on, you know, our Twitter pages. Take a look at Dimitri's. Click on his link. Go and support him. And until next time, you guys have a great day.